Happy Bachelor premiere day, everybody. Woo! Best day of the year. Wow. <laughs> Strong disagree from Nick. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm, 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 uh, I'm thrilled. Uh, very happy for Peter. I, I quite like Peter. Pilot so. Pete. Pilot Pete. Pilot Pete. Um, I think it's going to be a, a good season, as, as usual. I've heard some good stuff. How many puns are we going to have to sit through this episode? You know how it is. This ep- yeah. This one's going to be it's, uh, it's all, you know, first couple of weeks going to be a lot of windmill pilot puns. Yep. That's par Getting for the- in the cockpit. <laughs> Ooh, good one. Thank well you. Done. Thank you. Um, well, uh, good luck, Peter. And to all the women out there uh, that we will inevitably uh, snark about. It's not about you. Not about you. Don't take it personally. We don't know you. I don't know him. <laughs> We're just having fun. We're just having fun. Speaking of having fun, we thought before we get into Ask Nick today, we would break down some of the bios of Peter's women, the women you are going to meet tonight. And to do that, we'd make it more fun. Uh, Demi Burnett is going to be joining us coming up after this quick message. So that's going to be a bunch of fun. Also, special announcement while The Bachelor is airing, we thought we would just give you even more. Uh, we got in a nice groove on uh, Mondays with Ask Nick and our Wednesdays episode, so nothing's changing there. We figured we'd just drop a dedicated Bachelor Recap episode while the show is uh, airing on Tuesdays and have a special guest to help us do that. Coming up tomorrow, my friend January Jones will be joining us to break down episode one of Peter's season. Uh, she's also starring in the new show on Netflix called Spinning Out, so check that out, and uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. So... Hopefully you're excited. Even more Vile Files. Uh, hopefully you are not sick of us quite yet. So it's going to be a ton of fun. That way we get to keep doing what we're doing and give you some dedicated Bachelor insight, a little bit of snark, and uh, just kind of reviewing all the fun things that these people are doing just to find love. So without further ado, Demi Burnett, don't forget to send in your questions at asknick at castmedia.com. Thanks so much for listening, guys. Hope you're excited. I know I am. And uh, for all the people who play uh, sometimes the Bachelor drinking games, oh, for all yes. the puns out there, yes. every time there's a windmill reference, take a shot. Well, you'll be dead. And you will benefit from our friends from Liquid IV. Oh, true. Yeah. Well, it's uh, what can we uh, say about Liquid IV that we haven't already? Well, let me start. It's like <laughs> drinking, what, how many, three to five bottles of water at once? Uh, it's really easy to use. You just take a pack, right? You put it in a water bottle. Mm-hmm. Uh, you mix it up. It's uh, You hydrate two to three times faster and more efficiently than water alone. Yes. With added bonuses of vitamin C, B3, B5, B6, and B12. And it tastes really good, too. Listen, you know I love Liquid IV, and I know you will, too. So right now, my listeners get 25% off at liquidiv.com when you use my code VIALL at checkout. That's 25% off anything you order on Liquid IV's website. Go to liquidiv.com and enter my promo code VIALL to get your saving and start getting better hydration. That's liquidiv.com, promo code VIALL. Don't wait. Start properly hydrating today. Remrise. Remrise. This is a fascinating friend of show. Yes, helping you fall asleep and stay asleep. They uh, they do a great job. Listen, people have all sorts of different troubles falling oh, asleep, yeah. and there's all different ways of trying to do it in a non-invasive way, and Remrise is part of that solution. Nick and I both took the quiz to see uh, what we should take, and we both had very, we both were like very fitful sleepers. Yeah. 
We're like, wow, you need to calm down, bro. <laughs> let, let, let us help you get there. Uh, it's great. They, uh, they, they give you these little packs that you take an hour before you go to bed. And mm-hmm. they also kind of give you little pointers that are very helpful, like uh, putting your phone down, yeah. resting. You know, like it is part of falling asleep, which I am I'm trying to implement. Part of a, my goals for this year is to kind of get yes. in the right mindset, body set to, to go to sleep. Because yes. too often, uh, you know, we're on our phones, we're watching TV. We should really not do that. Yeah. Um, so they give you some tips and then you take the, the pills an hour before yeah. and it helps calm and relax you and you get back on track. And I, so I had this bad habit of waking up at 3 a.m. and staying awake for hours every single night. Like I couldn't stop it. I took these to, after two nights in a row, completely sleeping through the night, no problem. It also comes with a, an app that tracks your sleep. So, and a guided meditation that can help you sleep. So do what we did and check out Remrise today. Go to getremrise.com slash V-I-L-L to take their sleep quiz. And when you sign up, you'll get your first week of Remrise free. Just pay shipping. That's it. You won't find an offer like this anywhere else. Get your first week of Remrise for free when you sign up at getremrise.com slash V-I-A-L-L. Getremrise.com slash V-I-A-L-L. All right, Demi, thanks for coming on. Yep, yet again. Yet again? Wow, how many times have you done this now? I have lost count. Doesn't even, you're, you're just, you're basically part of the show. I am. Well, in the spirit of Bachelor uh, premiere day, uh, only made sense to do our quick little recap of Pete's women. Wait, is it, it's not Pete's women. It's, it's 2020 now. We should. Yeah, we don't want to say that. Just the women, the contestants. The women competing <laughs> For Peter's heart, yes. A quick snapshot review. I uh, my only um, uh, knowledge of these women. I actually did this with the Chatty Broads, and I did a quick review. Oh, I have yeah? since forgotten them, but I thought <laughs> you would be great uh, to. It'd be great to have you. Yeah, this sounds like a lot of to, fun. I like to it. help me out and give our thoughts. We're gonna just uh, run through Peter's women. That also sounded weird. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> It's a quick review. Quick review. Who do we think is going to be uh, the contenders, the pretenders, <laughs> and who is going to regret coming on? You know, these photos are phenomenal. They've done a much better job. Every single girl looks stunning. I uh, The photos that I had to deal with, they've, I don't know, all of a sudden, it's like after how many seasons have they had to have to be like, you know what? I think we're going to- Do a make, white background? We're going to do, <laughs> we're going to make our contestants actually look attractive. <laughs> Um and and eligible uh because not so much like four years ago it was still oh the terrible blue not, backgrounds green backgrounds not so I mean, great everyone looks like a um a model yeah and they all have like cute poses yeah I'm here for it how well do you know uh Peter's women uh not very well I've you know heard some stuff on Instagram uh I took a look at them have they any, all look nice have any of them <laughs> slid into your DMs. Um. Yeah, I've chatted with a couple of them. Chatted with a couple. Okay. Yeah. We won't. We won't. We won't call any of them out. We don't yeah. want to. We don't want to presume anyone have an inside track. It <laughs> seems like we have a lot of uh, pageant queens and flight attendants this season. Yeah, I know that's pretty odd. <sighs> no, it's all not. the flight attendants. That is like it's class. It's that's bachelor casting one hundred and one. These it's pageant like, queens are coming up. Like anyone that's in a pageant has like a golden ticket to the bachelor. I don't want to hate on the pageant queens. <laughs> Lovely group of people, I am sure. But yeah, like all of a sudden, like it's so cliche to be like, I was in a pageant. Now I'm looking for love. Oh like, my gosh. Uh, anyways. So, so we just get cranking right through yes, the list of these Yes, yes. I'm excited to do that. Let's go. 
Uh, is that Aaliyah? Aaliyah? Aaliyah. I don't need... For, off the bat, I can't pronounce her name. <laughs> Aaliyah's attractive. Yeah. I gotta say, the uh, a first review, it, it seems to be an attractive bunch. Yeah, re- every single girl looks stunning. Physically stimulating bunch. <laughs> oh my gosh, they are. Uh, she's 24. She's an orthodontist assistant. Classic bachelor job. Yep. Definitely a job you can take some time off. She's from Texas. Ooh, There's Texas a lot of Texas. girl. Aaliyah's favorite social media platform is Reddit. Yeah, that's oh going to change. Oh, my God. That is definitely <laughs> going to change. Oh, my gosh. Poor girl. Don't get on there. If, uh, if Aaliyah, Aaliyah? Aaliyah. If Aaliyah goes, what? Any top? Well, that's the thing. If if she goes home in the bottom third, Reddit people tend to like the people who don't do well. Yeah. They'll, they'll say, like, oh, they're they're normal. They've stayed normal. Well, let's hope she goes home night one. If she goes home night one, that way she can keep her Reddit. Yeah, she won't have to avoid Reddit. Uh, if she if she's top four, she's going to hate it. Oh, it's going to be rough. Uh, Aaliyah's spirit. Or, Aaliyah. Do you, Aaliyah. Is, do you think Aaliyah is being pre- preemptive? She's already saying it's her favorite. Maybe she already gets on there and she's trying to get in good with yeah, them. Yeah, that's right. She's getting in good. She's like, guys, don't make fun of Aaliyah. Like, we're her favorite platform. Right? We love yeah. Aaliyah on Reddit. Uh, well, she's cute. Yeah, she's, she's Miss uh, Texas. Yeah. Is she's Miss Texas? Yeah, she's pageant girl. Or she was or is. I don't know. Uh, okay. Woo. Uh, another name I can't pronounce. I have no idea how to pronounce that one. But her Ava Leah. Her picture is incredible. How cute. She seems almost... Too but, excited to be there. But it's I think it's a cute like toss the head She's bag. A cattle like, rancher. Oh, that's a very unique job. Another Texas girl. Let's go. All right, moving on. I'm not anything to say it. I feel like if we can't pronounce their name, maybe yeah, we should move on. <laughs> either computer. <laughs> what else? What else we got? Look at cute little Alexa. Alexa. Twenty seven esthetician, Chicago. She's adorable. Cute. I love her hair. That's awesome. Yeah, she seems spunky and fun. Yeah, she looks spunky. She's a total city girl. Oh, since moving to Chicago. It says that she may look like a total city girl, but she grew up on a farm. Oh. See, I'm glad I have you here to help me read. She's an esthetician, so she can uh, help with your skin. Great. Mm. Esthetician, another classic bachelor job. Yes, it is. I had an esthetician on my season. Yeah. Uh, all right, next, what do we got? Ooh. Nice over-the-shoulder look. Yes. What's her name? Okay, Courtney. Courtney looks very mature, but very pretty. Courtney does look mature. Yeah, she looks like she would not put up with anyone's shit. She does look a little mean, if I'm yeah, being honest. Yeah, that's Could I be just like a photo. That. Yeah, no, she, uh, Courtney is a Florida girl through and through. What does it mean to be a through and through Florida girl. I have no idea, but I, I know some say, people from Florida, and I gotta say, they love it. They are very. They are troublesome. <laughs> you think? I mean, they're fun. Yeah, but I wonder uh, what part of Florida. I want to oh. know what a Florida girl through and through means. Maybe she's just proud of Florida. I guess Venice, Florida, cosmetologist. What's the difference between a cosmetologist and an esthetician? Esthetician, I can barely say that word. They do uh, skin. I think that they could do like and Botox or facials. Does your makeup? Cosmetologist is hair. Oh God, way off. And I could be wrong, but I I think that's the general gist of it. Another classic. Oh yeah. Bachelor job though. Amazing. All right. Deidre. Deandra. 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 <laughs> Fuck these names. Thank God. <laughs> she is so gorgeous. Stunning. Yes, Stunning. she is absolutely how is, stunning. How is Deandra? 23 home care coordinator 
I want to read her facts. Another another lady from Texas. Um, She's looking for someone. She hates beat. EDM. Thank God. Oh yeah, EDM is terrible. No one on the Bachelor likes EDM. She's looking <laughs> for someone to be as loyal to her as she would be to them, Aww. and wants a man who would kill a spider for her. Oh. oh man, don't kill the spiders. Just let them outside. Sounds a little cliche. I was looking for. I was reading as I went along. It was like <laughs> that's all she wants. <laughs> Next. All right, the next one. Another flood. Eunice. Eunice? No, that one I'm not sure. names wrong. I think it's Eunice. Yeah, she's really cute. I love her little over Another flight attendant. I can't wait for the two flight attendants to think they're the only flight attendant. Oh, gosh. What? She's 23 again. Another 23-year-old. Younger bunch. Eunice's favorite holiday is Christmas. Because she loves Christmas music. Well, logic. Well, she, you know what? She's she makes sense. <laughs> uh, Eunice's signature dance move is the ponytail helicopter. Oh yeah, it's whenever you. Oh, I have a ponytail in. It's like, well, this is going to be hard with all this equipment. But you like whip your hair around in I a circle. I feel like that would be unsafe on a plane. <laughs> Depends on how long your hair is. Uh, that's not also not a dance move. It, I I don't think it is either, honestly. But right, it next. is fun to do. I don't it's think really Eunice is going to go far. I liked Eunice. You know, Jade. Jade kind of looks like Jade. No, no. Oh, Hannah. Hannah, Hannah Ann. Ann. Well, she's a, attractive. Yes, very. She has like a very unique face. Like you would never mistake her for anyone else. Hannah Ann, how quickly do you think she's going to drop the Ann? I don't think that she will. She thinks she has to. We have to call her Hannah Ann. Yeah. I mean, I think so because you had Hannah B and Hannah G. Hannah Ann. I mean, it just is. It's cute. Hannah Ann. Uh, it's kind of fun you, to say. Would you want to date? Yeah, it's like <laughs> cute at first. Mm-hmm. Week two of dating. You still you want to call her Hannah Ann all the time? I mean, I don't know. Hey, Hannah Ann. I'd probably just call her Han. Han. Hey, Han. Okay. Hannah Ann was born in Knoxville. She's cute. She's friends with Hannah G. Okay, so. that makes sense. Yeah, I think she'll do well. Um, will she be as... Um, dynamically interesting as hannah g um i'm pretty sure that like she will probably be like an it girl you know yeah well she, well i'm so yeah she'll just be the pretty quiet girl i mean i don't know i haven't heard her talk well you're really giving us some listen i don't want to put my foot in my mouth and what if she ends up being the most talkative one on the show <laughs> well then we'll be wrong and we'll it be says like, right there when she's wrong. nervous she becomes very talkative Oh. And of course she's going to be nervous going on TV. I saw her in the preview. She looks spunky. Spunky. Yeah. You know, I saw a preview of her, like, she kept interrupting a bunch of times. You know. I she, like the boldness. She's got the type of face that if girls don't like her, they won't, they'll be mean. You know, she's very pretty. Yeah. So, like, she's, she's going to have to play nice. Oh, yeah. Doesn't want to become a target. Jade. Jade kind of looks like uh, Jade. Yeah, she does. I'm digging her hair color. Jade's a babe. <laughs> 26. Is, is this the third flight attendant or just the second? Oh, my gosh. I don't know. Uh, What's her biography say? I don't remember. Jade is here for a fresh start. She grew up Mormon. She's still Mormon? Well, makes sense. Now, uh... I Listen, I love an ex-Mormon. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you right? Know? I mean, come on. Multiple wives? Let's go. Um... Uh, 
No, I feel like ex-Mormons are, you know, similar to ex-Catholics. They just, they have a lot to get off their chest, so to speak. Yeah, they have a lot of life to live. You know, pent up kind They've of. had a lot of restrictions for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she claims she hosts the best game night in town. I love a good game night. What What makes you the best game night host ever? Probably having all the best games. Or your ability to explain the games. I feel like someone who 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 organizes the best game night ever is a little too hands on, like a little Monica Geller, you uh, know, a yeah, little know. bossy. <laughs> you don't watch Friends? Oh yeah, a little bit. I didn't know her last name. Okay, Monica Sorry. from Friends. Yeah, that I would have known. Yeah. Okay. That's not good look for me. Right I don't now. know. I. Uh, what is her job? Uh, a flight attendant. No, that's right. Twenty six. Okay. Um, cool. Let's have a game night, Jade. Jasmine, Jasmine. so cute. Yeah, she looks fun. She's Client cool. relations manager. I'm not sure what that Me means. Me either, but that sounds like a real job. Sounds like a real job, but it's vague enough that it might not be. Yeah, right? It's kind of like a phlebotomist. She's, I mean, that is a real well, job, but it sounds way cooler than... I'll tell you what, she's not here to mess around. Her biggest turnoff is a guy who sits on the couch all day and plays video games. That's what I do. <laughs> uh her best friends know uh her best friend is a golden retriever okay Aww. i mean i guess your best friend's a dog does that mean she's not social i don't know but or you're she... right this was what bothers me jasmine will know that she's met the man of her dreams when he can help her build a table i built my own dining room table i built a lot of furniture in my place you don't need a man to do that uh-oh there we go strong independent women Maybe Jasmine is not. Maybe she's just uh, not good at assembling furniture. Could be that. She's too big, busy with uh, client relations. Yeah, yeah. She's at work. All right. <laughs> moving on. Well, let's, let's, let's see here. Jenna. Jenna, 22, 22 nursing student. Uh, next. <laughs> she's too young. Yeah. She, she's a nursing student. Oh, wow. Finished school. Kelsey, what, let's bring up Kelsey from Iowa. Very attractive. Professional clothier. What is that? She lives, does that mean she, where does she live now? She's from Des Moines. I bet she works for like Trunk Club. She is a fraternal twin. Ooh, a boy or girl, twin sister. Okay. She enjoys exercising, cooking, traveling, and competing at the Miss oh. USA. Another pageant queen. Pageant queen. Oh, she's like an onion. She has many layers. Okay, Shrek. <laughs> um, Kelsey described her personality as feisty Ooh. and stubborn. Yes, feisty. Stubborn's an honest critique of yourself. Feisty's I like, love if someone can admit that they're stubborn. Yeah. Get her chocolate. Okay. I feel like... Kelsey's cute. Kelsey's... I feel like Kelsey's going to go far. Uh, well, scroll up. What else we got? What is who we got? Kelly, 27, attorney. Ooh, attorney. Katrina. So Kelly's the one that met Peter before the show. Oh. Yeah, that's what Chris said on his whenever he announced the women. Okay. So they've hooked up. Is this... I mean, I don't know about that. Well, I mean, if, if Peter, if we know Peter. <laughs> if we know Peter Kylie, entertainment sales associate, Santa Monica, California. Look at her picture. What did they do? Bring in a fan? Right? They brought in they a fan. They brought in a fan. Wow. Her, her hair is blowing. That's amazing. Uh, oh, she's in Santa Monica. 
She's looking for the rom-com kind of love. Well, you came to the right show. She grew up in Northern California, wine country. Flaky and pessimistic people made make Kylie flaky and pessimistic people make Kylie mad. Uh oh. Kylie's dream vacation would be to go to a safari in Africa. Kylie grew up playing softball and is a batting cage queen. I would love to go. That on sounds a fun. I don't like flaky people either. Pessimistic. I feel like pessimistic people get a bad rap. Yeah, because you're a pessimistic person. Re- you're, you can be realistic. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty pessimistic too, and sometimes flaky. All right, what else? What else we got? We'd make her mad. Keep going, keep going. Lauren is so cute. Where's She's so Lauren? pretty. She's next to Kylie. Uh, I don't think her picture is a good depiction of what she looks like because I looked at her Instagram and she's really cute. And she already has a bunch of followers, like 160,000. Uh-oh. I'm like, what's up with her? What does she do? Well, she's a marketing executive from Glendale. She's been marketing herself. <laughs> that kind of LA, that ah! LA training. Yeah. She's doing good. I don't think she's going to go far. Uh, Texas is her bucket list? Oh. Lauren travels all over the world, but has yet to go to the one place on her bucket list. Texas? Wow. Well, well come on down, sister. Not well-traveled. <laughs> Or else we got. That's so funny, Texas. No one's, you know, I guess we'll just have to wait to watch because I don't, no one's really. There was a girl named, oh, the Sarah girl everyone's talking about is like. She's so cute. Their fan favorite, but like, and she's a total babe. She's you think, so cute. Do you think, uh, how do you think she'll do? Because I, I saw a couple of things on social where everyone's like, she's their like early front runner based solely on her picture. What'd she do? Uh, medical. Radio. Also from Knoxville. Sarah may be a Southern belle, but she dreams of a life outside of Tennessee. Don't we all? After coming close to an engagement with her last boyfriend, Sarah is single and ready to mingle. You know, she's super, super adorable, but I'm kind of getting bored reading this biography. Have you been excited about reading any of the other biographies? Some of them were a little bit interesting. She loves listening to electronic music. Oh, no. Does that mean she likes EDM? <laughs> oh, no. Are Uh-oh. we going to have some drama? That makes it interesting. Some EDM drama? Yeah. Sarah's favorite place to vacation is Florida Keys. She's a, I mean, I got to say, she's very attractive. Yes, she is. What else we got? Victoria. Victoria P. Look at that. There's some rumors going on about, well, there's two oh, Victorias. Yeah. Well, yeah, I've heard about. There's another Victoria. They're both attractive. Yeah, they are. Uh, look at Victoria P. Victoria F, I heard, she's into some drama. Uh, some yeah, stuff. I've heard some things. I don't know if it's true or not. But I guess we'll see. I think she's going to be a, a pot stirrer, if you will. Yeah. She's like, she looks like she looks like a villain. and She's very beautiful, mm-hmm. but she looks like the type of girl who's going to like give zero fucks and go in and like, she's not... She's not here to make friends, people. Yeah. She's definitely not here to make I, friends. I like those people. What about Victoria P? That picture's stunning. Yeah. She's got that like like mouth open, not smiling. Not, yeah, like perfectly executed. 27. And she's a nurse. Yeah. What else? Sounds she's from so Louisiana. Uh, could travel anywhere in the world. She would go. She'd go to Italy. Nice. Okay, if she could. Nothing upsets Victoria well, more than finding raisins in her cookies. I got to say. Her biggest I'm right up fear, there with Victoria. Do you see her biggest fear is chicken served on the bone? Okay, that's high maintenance. Listen, I love chicken on the bone. That's the only way I'll eat chicken. Yeah, it's, it's a very processed if it's not. Yeah, it's so cheap. That's her biggest fear. Well, 
God forbid somebody's going to bring her a chicken leg. I hope she's kidding because if I sat down next to her and I went on a date with a young lady and we, let's say, let's say I was like, hey, we're going to go get some food. And I decided I got there early and I wouldn't, I wouldn't be so presumptuous <laughs> just to order her meal for her. But maybe I was like, you know what? I love these wings at this restaurant. So I'm just going to, waitress comes in, hey, I'm waiting for my friend. Can I, can I get some wings? <laughs> and I sat down and she showed up and freaked out because she she's petrified? A, because she's afraid of them oh my god i couldn't care what she looked like i'd be like all right you i gotta go yeah that's a bit much maybe she's just kidding i hope she's kidding because that's not a real fear <laughs> all right do we have any front runners demi um i don't really know uh all i right. definitely I wanna, think okay. hannah ann is gonna do good tammy click on tammy's I like this Tammy girl. You do? Oh, yeah. What do you, what do you like about Tammy? Is that she joined She's the boys. She's a boy, house flipper? She joined the boys wrestling team in high school. Ooh. And a house flipper. That's like a potentially real wow. job. Tammy. Why do you, why do you high on her? Tammy ended her relationship by ghosting him. Well, that's not good. Oh, man. So not a good communicator. Uh, honest I listen to, read the bio uh she was okay so she tried to join the boys wrestling team as a junior but was turned away she responded by showing up to every practice and pushing forward on a title i don't know what that is. title nine thank you complaint until they accepted her I, so she, I love her yeah that's amazing they that's told her great. no and she said well i'm gonna keep trying and she did it good for you tammy that's awesome well that's the best bio probably the most interesting bio yeah it is uh, do you think if Peter sends her home, she'll just keep coming back? Oh my gosh, I don't know about that. <laughs> uh, Hopefully not. That's, that's not a, a good uh, idea. Who have Savannah, realtor, Peyton, 23, cute. Okay. McKenna, 22, fashion blogger. Okay. Okay. Uh, 22. Lexi, okay. great red hair. Yes, we love Stunning red hair. Stunning red hair from New York. Okay. Ooh, how cool. Wow. Way to, way to mix it up. Yeah. Okay, Lexi. All right. I don't know. So do you think Kelly, the girl who met Peter, is going to go that far? I'm going to guess no, because if I know anything about hooking up someone before your bachelor season, oh my if God. you wanted to date them then, you probably would have. She's very pretty. Um, but I'm going to say she does not make top four. Um, I don't know. What, what? I'm not asking what you know. I Okay. Well, I was saying I don't know my opinion. Gotcha. I think she's definitely going to go home before top four. Uh, what are my top four? Uh, ba, ba, ba. I think Hannah Ann's top four. For I sure. think... Uh, Maybe Victoria P. Except for the chicken on the bone thing. One of the one of the Victorias is top four. I, definitely not both, but one of them. They're both attractive. They're both age appropriate. They both look feisty in a, in a way that will grab Peter's attention. Yes. I think the chicken wings uh, fear is a red flag. For sure. Uh, what else we got? Peyton looks like a girl next door. I don't know. She looks I think, nice. may, well, if I were to decide a, the fourth person, maybe um, go up. I can't remember go to her Madison. name. Lauren, maybe. She looks really stunning on her Instagram. I'm already confused. <laughs> yeah. Lauren, Peyton, McKenna. Me too. Uh, go to Madison. And then we'll wrap it up. She's cute. She looks happy. Foster parent <laughs> recruiter? Oh. 
Oh, wow, that's really nice. She looks nice. She loves... She shoots, she, she scores. scores. All right. Wow. Cool. If Madison has stranded... If she was stranded on an island and could only bring one book, it would be the Bible. Okay. Uh. I'm not, not knocking the Bible, but boy, if that's not a Bachelor playbook. <laughs> Bash, uh, Madison loves working with foster kids, of course. She's a real sweetheart. Madison would rather rock a cool pair of Jordans than any She's, heel. She played basketball and she had an unstoppable jump shot. All right. That's uh, pretty I like cool. Jock. Yes, athletic. I mean, honestly, I can't pick up. I'll, I'll, I'll have a much better idea after I see episode one. I know. It's hard to make any decisions right now. Um, but it sounds like this girl knows who she is. All right. Give me one of the. Okay. So we got top four. Hannah Ann, for me, one of the Victorias, probably not Pete because of the chicken. <laughs> uh, I'm Alea. Alea? Alea? I'm going to go. She's. Of the flight attendant, she's going to go over the further than the other flight attendant. Uh, scroll up. And then Kelsey. Kelsey's top four. Wow. Uh, t -t 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 I don't know. I'm going to say Hannah Ann, one of the Victorias. Maybe Sarah. I think Sarah is gonna be maybe Lauren. I like Lauren, or maybe Deandra. She's so pretty. Well, I'll tell you what. We'll know more after tonight, won't yeah, we? Now we will. Won't we? Now um, I'm excited to watch it. Well, Demi, this has been very fun. Yeah, it has. Criticizing people we don't know. How, how awesome. I think we were pretty nice. I think we were nice too. Uh, a quick little recap of some of the women that Peter is. Uh, Maybe he's pursuing that. You know what? He's, it's 2020. He's going after them. Peter's got to prove himself to these women. That's right. That's exactly There right. we go. Well, to sum up Peter's women, they all seem uh, attractive. Yeah. Uh, young and uh, have uh, jobs that will allow them to be influencers. Who would you pick? Who would I pick? Or, yeah, just by the looks. Just if by you the to, looks? You had to pick one. <sighs> just one. Yep. Well, he's got a handful of attractive brunettes. I'm partial to that. Uh, Sarah is a total babe. She's so cute. Um, she looks really tiny, though. How tall do you think she is? Uh, my height. Maybe shorter. Um, she's very cute. Mm -hmm. Medical radiographer? That's like a real job. Yeah, I don't even know what that is, but it sounds like she's doing something good. Um... Sarah or Hannah Ann, I guess. I don't, I don't know. Maybe, we'll see. I, I'm, I think maybe Hannah Ann might have a, more of a personality than I, than I think she might. But that might. 23 years old. I think that's a little too young for you. They're all. Why do you got to? I'm just saying. You, your limit is 24. Because that's how old I am. <laughs> <laughs> well, Demi, thank you so much. Let's wish Peter the best of luck tonight and finding yeah. love. I, I really... I really think he's good. it's going to be great for him. I'm yes. really excited about it. And stay tuned for uh, a great episode of Ask Nick. You're going to love it. We have some great uh, great callers, some fun fun answers. Hopefully we uh, didn't ruin their lives too much. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Stick around. As always, thanks for listening. Don't forget to send your questions at asknick at castmedia.com. Cast with a K. Sending your five-star reviews. <laughs> and this has been <laughs> the very rough, very new 
Bachelor recap segment, top of show with special guest. Name to come. Third love. Let me tell you about bras. Yeah, tell us, Nick. Tell us everything <laughs> about them. The floor is yours, Rochelle. <laughs> I was talking to him about their love, and he started giggling. Like I was like, how old are you? I, there's so many. I really... I. I was talking very scientifically. I'm like, third love, they come in half sizes. The bands come 30 to 48. And like, sometimes you don't fill out your cups all the way. Sometimes you fill them too much. So this helps fix it. And he started giggling. I just realized how much I don't know about bras. <laughs> you truly don't. I just know how to... You know, anyways. But I've been telling all my friends about third love just because they... It's hard to find a bra that fits right. And they are the best at it. They have a fun quiz that you can get the right bra size? Yeah. I mean, you're welcome to check it out, Nick. I mean, I like fun quizzes. <laughs> Could <I? laughs> But the cool thing is, so they have a perfect fit promise. So you can wear it for 60 days. You can wash it. And if you don't like how it fits, you can just send it back. Oh, this is cool. They donate all of their gently used return bras to women in need, supporting charities in their local San Francisco Bay Area and across the United States. That's awesome. And they've donated over 15 million in bras so far. Come on. Well, I can get on board with that. Third Love knows there's a perfect bra for everyone. Don't I know it? So right now, they are offering my listeners 15% off your first order. Go to thirdlove.com slash V-I-A-L-L now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 15% off your first purchase. So take Rochelle's word for it. Rochelle, I'm pretty awesome. Yep. Thirdlove.com slash V-I-A-L-L for 15% off today. Knowledge is power knowledge is power That's what they say That's yeah true Maybe. yeah it's 2020 you might as well get to know what's happening down there what your eggs are doing yeah well i'm glad you were more specific <laughs> i was like what are you trying to suggest i need to do here rochelle uh yeah i mean listen people whether you are uh, in a relationship married dating wanting to have kids thinking about someday having kids i feel like this is a great way yes. to just get more insight into uh, your ability as a woman, I guess, if you want to find out if it's possible. Yeah, and I took the quiz. It's only $159. They send it right to your house. You prick your finger, put a little blood on this thing, send it in, and then within 10 days, they let me know everything's normal. And I was like, oh, phew, glad I know that. <laughs> and congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, it's fine either way, you know? If it, if it didn't come back as normal, then they can offer you some insight yeah. into things you can do. Yeah, because did. just because it's not normal doesn't mean you can't have kids. Is that correct? Sometimes? I mean, 100%. And it's all very complicated, but they give you a one-on-one -on -one with a fertility nurse to just kind of help you walk. That sounds back. great. It and it's true. far less expensive, right? Than normal? Oh, are you kidding me? It's way less expensive. Yeah. It's just $159, yeah. which if you go to the doctor yeah. and do that, like, mm, yeah, it's yeah, not so, so much. Anyways, right now, Modern Fertility is offering our listeners $20 off the test when you go to modernfertility.com slash V-I-A-L-L. That's $20 off fertility tests when you go to Modern modernfertility.com slash V-I-A-L-L modernfertility.com slash V-I-A-L-L Question time with Nick Let's ask Nick your sexy question Alright, how's it going? Pretty good um, My name's Hannah, I'm 28 Nice to meet you, Hannah, 28 Gorgeous yeah, what's a what's a good looking gal like you calling in with dating problems? Yeah, how can we help? Well, um, in my email, which was like really long, and I feel bad that Rochelle had to read through. <laughs> I've seen worse. Email, yeah. 
That's fine. We need details. That's good. Sometimes it a little bit better. But um, basically, my brother-in-law has been dating this girl for about three years. Um, when they first started talking, uh, it was someone that he worked with, and they still actually work together. But um, all the stuff that he had said about her was not the best. So at the time, I was a paralegal. And me and my sister, because my sister kind of knew who she was but didn't really know, we decided to uh, look her up because I have access to public records. I mean, like, the public has access. Yeah, sure. Great. So Use the um, resources you have. uh, Sorry, what was that? I said use the resources you have, but, you know. Yeah, yeah, basically. And, well, I thought they were friends, and once uh, I told him like the stuff that I found out that was not that great. He was just like, Oh, okay. And never heard anything about it after that. And then a little while later we find out, Oh, okay. They're actually dating. And I had never met her in per- Like I'd seen her like from afar when I'd go visit my sister at work. But, uh, whenever it was time for me to actually meet her, cause he was graduating college. Um, she was like, I'm not going, I'm not going to meet her because she invaded my privacy. And basically, I'm never going to forgive her. Oh, your brother! Like, your brother about. narked on you. Your brother told her that you yeah. looked her up. Oh, yeah. Okay. Definitely. And I thought that it was just some girl that I didn't really know about. And I don't regularly like look people up. I just had this really weird vibe, and the stuff he was telling me about her, I felt like maybe it wasn't true. She's older, so right? If I remember in this email, yeah. How and how old is she? Yeah. She even 100% sure her exact age because I think she might be lying about it but she tell, uh, tells us that she's 30 but whenever I looked her up according to her birthday which is on her driver's license she would be like 32 now okay so, so she's in her 30s yeah. and your brother's what 24 23 yeah he's yeah, 24 now he was uh, uh, 21 when they met okay that's unique all right, so you 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 got a bad vibe. You looked her up, right or wrong. You told your brother out of concern. He instead of heeding your advice, he decided to. And my guess is what he probably did is what we usually do when friends come to us, friends or siblings, with like whether it's actually concrete information or just like concerns of like, hey, I got a bad feeling. They they go to this person. And they kind of narc on you, but my 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 gut tells me it probably came from a place of yep. trying to figure out whether what you told him is accurate or not. And the only way yeah, to like do this is I, like, well, I mean, my sister kind of looked you up, so like, yeah, what do you have to say about that? Uh, is this true? Yeah, is this true? He so, couldn't say he got an anonymous tip. Yeah, so like, I only say that because it, I don't think your your brother was trying to 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 call you out but that's that's kind of what usually what happens in those scenarios yeah and he kind of just has written off like all of us like i i mean he's my brother-in-law so he's obviously not like my blood relative but like she had blocked all of us on social media like she didn't want to talk to his mom she didn't talk to his dad she blocked like my sister who like had never had any interaction with her so this is your brother-in-law not your brother. Yeah. And how do you, how are you, and how, what's the connection? Like he's married to who? My husband's only brother. It's your husband's only Aww. brother. And you're, I'm assuming yeah. your husband. And really close. And your husband's a little bummed out about, so he's kind of cut off his brother. Yeah. Um, no, they've actually kind of like reconciled it. My husband is very easygoing, so it wasn't really on his part. We approached 
him together with this information because I wasn't gonna be like hey here's all this stuff I found out about her like I kind of was like so you know that stuff you told me well I was bored at work and uh, this is what I found okay basically so where are we now um present day she really does not talk to us and the information I get is mainly from my mother-in-law about her because she like won't speak to me. I've given her rides because she didn't have a driver's license. And anytime I've given her rides, she's super nice to me. But then whenever like we don't have contact, she is like, I'm, I'm terrible. I'm the worst. What does mom have to say about this relationship? What does his mom, like my mother-in-law? Yeah. Um, she, we're kind of both like, I don't want to say like we gang up against her. I'm, I feel like I'm nice to people. I would never like confront her or like fight her or anything crazy. But like my mother-in-law is like literally like wringing her hands waiting for it to be over because he's told her a lot of stuff that he doesn't know that we know that their relationship is really toxic. And I guess that's another like overarching question I have is like, how do you support people in your family that are in toxic relationships without them being like, without pushing them away. Because basically, if we say stuff to him, it just pushes him closer to her. Do you think there are drugs involved? Like, stuff like that? Wait, why do you all of a sudden go oh, there? No, she... Not that... I mean, I honestly, God, like, that's kind of what I thought, like, in the beginning. I don't think so now, just because his personality had changed so much, but I'd never seen him in a relationship. What? Like, I knew him... What are some of the things that you looked up and found? Um... Like, I can look up her, like, traffic record. So, like, I knew she had a suspended license. I knew that she'd had a suspended license for a while and she'd been driving on it. She had some, like, animal citations, like, animal... It's not, like... Now it's different, but, like, at the time, like, animal cruelty is, like, if you leave your pet outside and it's, like, zero degrees outside, the police come and they're, like, get your pet inside. And also, she said she lied about her house getting broken into to the police, which, to me, seems, like... Something, so there's multiple cases. Something here. might be happening. Like, you know, yeah. You can maybe explain like, whenever, one of these things, but yeah, yeah. Whenever I looked it up, normally like for people, it's just a traffic ticket. Like when I'm looking at people for work, <laughs> but this was like pages I had to go through. Okay. And what was the weird vibe you were getting that made you want to look her up, anyways? Um, when he just was telling us all this stuff about her, but it was never like her fault, like oh, she has all these financial problems, but it's because of her parents because they didn't pay bills they should have. Stuff like everyone, that. Everyone, but I'm like... People like this are really good at justifying really their... Really the, all, they, they, And they have probably very convincing stories. Is it... Say, am, am I wrong by saying, like, you know, you know, I get enough shit about dating younger women, but, like, it's not as normal for, like, a, a woman in her early 30s to date a guy who's just fresh out of college. And I feel like the, matru- the, you know, we always joke and there's some truth to it. Like me- women mature faster than men. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a woman in her early thirties is, should ideally be in a very different stage than a man in a, his early twenties. And you see guys in their early thirties dating women who are 22, 23, but it's definitely different. Right. And there's a reason why you see more men dating younger women than women dating men. And, you know, I don't know what causes that, but that's, it is an outlier. Right, so or even that is kind of like a, you know, what what does he like? Do we know what he likes about her? Like what? Uh... No, he doesn't. He won't like. He tells us that he doesn't love her, that he doesn't plan on being with her. But there's like no end in sight. Like a couple of days ago, like I can't see it, but like what is I his... heard through the grapevine. 
that they had posted like engagement style photos. And I was like, oh my gosh, does this mean that they're engaged or just not telling us? Like, is it, it, is it safe know. to, like, I just feel like a woman in her late 30s is, would be better at manipulating a young man than an older guy manipulating a young woman. Is I that, don't, I don't no? know about that, but I don't know. I just feel like, I just feel like women are smarter and I don't think that, 31 and 24 is that crazy. It's a little weird. It's like a red flag, but it's not insane. It's, I'm not, it's not insane. Yeah. No, I mean, it happens. And if you are a woman who's dating a younger guy, great for you. Yeah. But I'm just saying like, I'm not, I'm not just talking about the age difference, but she, there's some red flags here. She might be shady. And if she yes. were a manipulative person who's good at like explaining all these like things, I think she would be better at manipulating a younger guy. I, I just feel like women are smarter about that. Men can be very, when a guy, young guy's in love, we're stupid. We'll believe like, you know, we just, we will, we will like kind of believe anyone we like and and we i think we're more easily manipulated i think maybe i don't know maybe is it be, uh, do women have more of their signals up because guys are always kind of trying to pull shit so like maybe they're just smart i don't know like i think guys when they really fall hard when they're young we we we, we are kind of i think we we i think young men fall harder than than women sometimes the younger men uh, i do I, I, you know, I, I imagine being 22 and like, what if I had feelings for a woman who uh, had more years of experience in life experience in dating and, and if she's a shady manipulative person, that would be a concern of mine as a family member. Uh, where do you go from here? I mean, here's my question about him before he met her. What was, what was his dating life like? He hadn't dated. I'm whenever I started dating my husband, he was in high school. So like, I never saw him with anyone. I'd, I'd never seen him in a relationship. I knew he was in a really bad relationship in high school, like another toxic relationship. What about college? Where, though? again, sorry. What about college? He didn't date anyone. No one. Like, he didn't you... date anyone in college. He Girls pay attention to him, and he just, like, does not notice. Like, if we go out and do stuff, like, girls are trying to talk to him, he just, like, he so won't look like, at him or like... anything, like decent looking guy i mean it's saying he's not like it's not like uh, he's has a hard time to your point talking no. they come to him and now like she wrote him a letter one time that he showed me and she was like if any girls talk to you you know how i'll deal with them because they were going to be apart and she wrote him like a, a note or whatever and i just think he's like terrified to talk to girls well, that's now. what i'm saying i just think he her She's that she's enough older than him that if she wanted to again be very controlling and dominating, she it would be easy for her to do. And I, she, yeah, he just he's young. I mean, he hasn't had a ton of dating experience, and here he's hanging out with this woman who, I mean, someone like that who's had all these situations and stories. She's probably dated all these types of men. Like she's dated all. Her, I bet her her rap sheet of guys she's dated is probably super long, which is fine, you know. Yeah, I've, and she, she but she's got a lot of experience, is what I'm saying. She like, yeah, and, and she's dated guys and girls. Like she's not just dated guys; she's dated guys and girls. Fine, but I'm just saying oh. she's been in different fights and dated different personalities, yeah. and she's just used to she how to fight. If this if your brother in law is barely dated at all, 
how does he know how to fight or disagree or what's right or wrong? Yeah, he, he thinks it's normal. He thinks it's normal. He thinks uh, she says that's fucked up. But he's like, I don't know. Maybe it is. Maybe it is fucked up that I'm doing this. You know, it's very easy to manipulate someone with le- le- less experience because like if you're in a relationship and you're dating them and they're kind of telling you, well, I, you know, I've been in the situation and, you know, like that, that'll happen. If you are dating someone who's older, it's... I mean, maybe maybe it's a healthy relationship and you can learn from them. And, you know, hopefully a relationship, that's the thing. It's like the hard part of dating someone with any age gap is that ultimately you want the you want to be able to mutually learn from each other, you know, regardless. I mean, eventually it's like you can't always be the only older person be like, well, you know, when I was your age, um, but it's going to be easier for her to manipulate him. And so that's something you're going to have to deal with. How you can be supportive of him is in these situations, like sometimes all you can really do is just let them know you'll be there for him. I mean, yes. short of him, I mean, it's unless you're really afraid of that he's harming himself, uh, he's putting himself in, and you know, the the engagement part, you know, that's maybe when you want to put your your foot down, but there's only so much you can do then. Just state your piece and you, then support. Yeah, you just kind of have to remind them that they are young and have a lot of life to live, and that he has got a lot of in front of them. You do want to be careful. Like, it's good that you... I don't think there's anything wrong with what you did, to be honest. Like, I know I, I read your email and you were questioning, like, oh, am I by a bad person for looking him up? Listen, there's a big difference between being in a relationship and being like, you know, once you send check the email or check the text, you should break up. You're not dating this chick. So, like, by all means, like, you know... And she trusted her gut, which is something trust you your say. Gut. There's nothing... You know, I'm insane. Like, I'm not, I'm not saying it's ideal for her, but, like, you're not in the relationship with this person. So, it's not one of those things, like, well, you... Yeah, you didn't trust her, and so that's why you looked it up. And so, like... Uh, and you found something. I mean, listen, if I were dating someone and, like, someone's sister, like, you know, looked me up, would I... F- I mean, there's nothing really to find. So, I'm like, oh, what'd you find? You know, like, I would... It would bother yeah, me if I thought... It if I thought like they didn't had a bad vibe about me, but to your point, this relationship started with him suggesting that maybe she wasn't the best person. Right. Yeah. And that's kind of where it started. Yeah. So it's a tough situation because and I guess what I'm saying, you don't, you, you got to stop talking shit about her. Unfortunately. Yeah. yeah through You're, the grapevine oh, thing. No, I, let's cut the grapevine yeah, down. I just kind of like, I just don't say anything. And then when, after, like, I'm not around anymore, I'll talk to my husband and be like, oh, my gosh. Like, we'll just kind of be like, yeah, oh, wow. Like, at the beginning, I would say, like, are you sure that that's okay? But now when that, like, pushed him away, I I haven't really – I don't, like, nitpick because I, I don't want to be that type of person. Yeah, it's one of those things but, where it's, it's less about nitpicking on her and more reminding him of what he's worth in a sense of, like, let's so let's say – something comes up where you observe something, if he is complaining about her, don't say, oh yeah, that's wrong and that's fucked up and she sucks. Be more, you know, just change your wording and saying, you're right, you deserve something, you know, you deserve better than that and you definitely should, you should, you should expect that. That is okay for you to expect that because again, we talked about manipulation. So she might be like saying how this is how one, we should do it this way and this is how our relationship should be. He might not know better, but he might, his gut might tell him, I don't know, that feels fucked up. So if he does express to your brother, your husband or you something that he thinks is okay, and I don't know, I don't have an example, you can remind him, you know what, that is healthy. You can expect it. We have that in our relationship. Our, one of our favorite things about our relationship is this. 
you know, it's so like be an example yeah. of what he can have and what he can expect. Just don't and don't don't do it. Don't do it by rid- ridiculing her because by ridiculing her, yeah. you're indirectly uh, ridiculing his choices and decisions to be with her. So good. So there's kind of an attachment there because he. It, that's that's the hard part people have is when you when you rip on someone's girlfriend or boyfriend they've invested in this person they've chosen to be with them and so it they they indirectly feel reflection on them and they have to kind of come to grips with realizing they maybe made a made a bad bet or made a bad investment in this person and so you kind of have to make them feel safe about getting out of it it's like a slow process it's a slow burn but I don't think there's anything wrong yeah, with like a really slow burn yeah I don't think there's anything wrong with looking them up I mean her up you know what can you do you know use your you read those re, use those resources yeah i'm surprised yeah, right now too, so. well i get i wouldn't say if she was like if this was like hey i am dating this guy and i had a bad vibe and i'm a paralegal so i looked him up i'd be like wait you're looking him up you need to you know, like you know right trust your gut but i mean listen i'm not saying it's the best but like will you hear about stories like dirty john did you listen to that podcast i have not but i'm familiar with yeah and the mom basically got scammed by this guy who like you know was so loving to her and just basically separated her from her family but so i think you kind of do have to have your antennas up like you're saying and be aware because there are crazy people out there listen like i said if i were dating someone and they had a if you were if i were dating if you had a sister and i was dating her sister and you had a bad vibe about me uh, that would bother me, but if you paralegaled me, I don't think there'd be much you would find that would create some red flags. You <laughs> know what I'm saying? Me. I, I'm just saying. Yeah, so, my like, friends ask me to do it all the time. Like, they're like, "Oh, this guy," and like, I've found some crazy stuff for them. So, I guess I just was like thinking I'm just like protecting him in a weird way because I do it for my friends, protecting them. So, yeah, I'd be like, oh, Nick forgot to pay his parking ticket once. I'm like, okay, that shit happens, kind of thing, you know. But like, there wouldn't <laughs> be this thing. Be like, I don't know, this seems kind of fucked up. And then, yeah, would it bother me that you did that? Sure, but I'd kind of almost be like, ah, well, see, I'm not a bad guy. You know, you get over those things. But she knows it's like she doesn't like you because, and she won't talk to you because she knows you're a threat, you know? And she's literally said those exact words, like, to him. And then he's told us. It's like a two-way street. Like, everything we say to him gets back to her because she's never around. And then we're... And then all the stuff that, like, she says about us, he tells us. Listen, I, I you got you just got to say things like diffuse the situation to him. You got to be like, listen, we love you no matter what. We want you in our life. We care about you. If you're happy, we're happy. But we just want you to know that we, you know, we want the best for you. So anything we might have said came from a place of love. You are an adult. We can't tell you who to be with what you want. But... I don't want, I hope you're, I hope that you don't want to be with anyone who's pushing you away from us. Yeah, you know, say it like definitely. that, you know, because then he should know, like, he should feel that, like, it's one, th- like, please don't fault me for, like, just looking out for the best of you. You're right. Maybe we overstepped our boundaries, but at this point, we just want you in our life, but we just hope that you're with whoever you decide to be with. We just don't want you to be with someone who's pushing you away from us. Because to that point, again, if you, if I were dating your sister and you looked me up, like, would I be upset about it and bothered? Sure. But I should be able to get over the fact because I should understand, okay, well, why did you have your concerns? You didn't find anything. Hey, remember that time you thought I was a creep? But it turns out I'm not kind of thing, right? If (laughs) you either are, you you either suck or you don't. And if you know that you don't suck, sometimes people get a bad read on you, right? But you should be able to get over that. And that person should understand that they're just looking out for 
Uh, and if I were dating someone younger than me, I immediately, like the first time I ever dated someone who was younger than me, I was 28 and my girlfriend was 21. And I was so nervous about meeting her dad and like she was fine with it and her dad was super cool. But I was just like, I hope, sir, I hope like I, if you have any, like have any problems with this, like uh, let me know. And I was, I was aware of any type of red flags. You know, it's weird that she's not, that is a red flag. But again, you have, you can't keep pointing that out. So it's, it's only seven years though. I'm not talking about that red flag. I'm talking about the the fact that she her vibe. I'm not I'm not talking just about addressing. The age. I mean, just, from, a, be, just addressing it with the family. I'm just saying, being aware. If you date someone, whatever it is, like you should be self aware about who, the things you bring to the table. Yeah, you know, whether it's an age difference, whether it's uh, you've had maybe you're an unemployed, uh, maybe you have a maybe you know if you were married and divorced and had right. kids, it might be questions that. Uh, not that that's a bad thing. You go in a new relationship and friends and family are going to ask questions about you. And everyone comes in with baggage and you have to be able to address whatever that baggage is. And if you get defensive about it and you're not aware of what people might think, it will come across as shady. So she's giving you a vibe yeah, for a reason. Um, Do you think it's good that she's looking up all these people's information? Sounds like she does do it a lot. You do this a lot? I mean, whatever. No, I, I haven't done it for like, well, really, she was like the last person I looked up because one, I don't, that's not my job anymore. So I'm not bored sitting at my desk and people aren't texting me being like, can you check into this person? I mean, the reality so is really, like, well, Hannah might be a paralegal. She might have a little bit more access than anyone. It's fucking Google, man. Like, yeah. you know, the average person, if they oh, really okay. wanted to, can do enough like, of research. Yeah. So yeah. like people do that. And I, you know what? To a certain extent, you know, like, listen, at some point, don't be a nosy busybody, but, um, yeah. you know, if, if people have siblings and friends and they, uh, when they hear about their uh, sibling or friend's new boo uh, and they have a habit of looking him up, so be it. Fine. Okay. Right. I, I don't know. Yeah. Like, again, there's a line. Like, if you just kind of do it and be like, you know, I Googled your friend for you. It seems like he's an okay guy. Or, wow, I Googled your friend and there's a lot. I I four pages, <laughs> you know, yeah. like that's fine. I mean, th that's this the world we live in now. Yeah. So, yeah, you're gonna have to shower him with love. It's a slow burn. Not much you can do. It's sometimes it's as subtle. It's as it's as subtle as the wording you choose. Yeah. Um. Don't make it about her. Make it about him, and just uh. He, and hopefully he will sense that that feeling of like I'm with this person who's pulling me away from my family. Mm -hmm. You know. And just give her less of yeah. a reasons to, you want to, you want to not give her just, she's going to point things out about you guys and you want those to sound insane. Right. So like yeah. the, the thing she has against you is it can, it sounds sane to be like, well, that's fucked up. She looked me up. Like, I'm not saying you did anything wrong, but she can kind of use that against you. So if you just shower yeah. him with and love I, and support. <laughs> yeah. Right. So now just shower him with love and support. And so no matter what, it can't it's going to be fucked up if it's like well you can't get mad at my uh, sister-in-law my brother for loving me you can't you you know they want me to be happy they've made that clear and so you know yeah. we uh have to get over that so hopefully he uh hopefully learns let mom be the bad guy mom's can, mom he had moms yeah. have more rope oh yeah you know like you you have less rope being the sister-in-law um yeah i'm just a sidekick i'm just like yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, let mom be the bad guy. Well, best of luck. Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks for calling in. So keep us posted. I'm curious about this one. All right, thanks. All right, take care. Bye. Bye-bye. How's it going? Good, how are you? Good, what's your name? I'm Casey and 32. 
Hi, KSU32. How can we help, KSU32? Um, okay, so this is very long, um, but, okay, so I'm 32, but I met this guy back when we were in middle school, high school. Um, we were best friends. Okay. Um, and then even through high school into college, we would hang out all the time. And I always had boyfriends and or guys I did stuff with. So that wasn't like an issue. Like, I don't think he ever liked me. Okay. Um, and then even when I started dating my now husband, uh-huh. he would come hang out with us and we would go to lunch, happy hour, whatever, all the time. Okay. Text daily, call daily. And then all of a sudden, one day, I have just never heard from him again. Uh-huh. Uh, we live in the same city, uh, Minneapolis, so it's obviously kind of big, but it's big not enough. That big. Yeah, it's big enough. Yeah. So, um, but I've never run into him. I have tried to reach out to him five bazillion times, what? saying I have no idea what. What? I said, why? Wow. Oh, why? Well, honestly, though, like he was like such a dear friend, but mm-hmm. um, I've reached out to him so many times and then I've never heard back from him, nothing. And then we do have mutual friends from high school and I have heard within the last couple of years that he is now, well, not now, but he came out gay and he is engaged. And so when I heard that he was engaged, I messaged him saying congratulations. And I've just never heard back, so I just don't have any idea why. Did you uh, think that he might be gay when you knew him? Was it a total shock? Wait, what? Was that a total shock to find out he was gay or not? Um, yes and no. Like, he never did uh, hooked up with girls when we were friends. He never had a girlfriend, but, I mean, he never, I, I never thought it, but no. Uh, and so I guess your question is like, why, what, why do you, cause all my friends are just like, I have no idea. My husband's always like, well, he just doesn't want to be your friend, which I feel like you're going to probably say, but mm-hmm. I don't know why he just all of a sudden would go from being best friends to like literally never answering anything I've ever said. And I kind of resonated with this because I've had friends in the past, just ghost, like a friend ghost yeah. is hard to deal with. Oh, like we, we talked oh, about people are like. Yeah, like yeah. like we talked about when 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 Gary was on, friends like sometimes people we date come and go out of our lives. You know, not all friendships are forever. Uh, often friendships change, especially with people of the opposite sex. I mean, the fact that your your uh, former friend uh, is gay. I mean, you know, I guess you would think, hey, that shouldn't matter because obviously there's certainly no sexual tension. He's into men, and I'm you know yeah, married. So, but regardless um yeah not all friendships are meant forever and so it sounded like uh he broke up with you uh you broke up with your friend and yeah listen i i totally get like i totally empathize with the fact that regardless if it's a dating situation or a friendship you want some closure and you haven't been able to get closure on this friendship and then maybe there was even some confusion in your part of like well i didn't think there was any like maybe is it safe to say that um, you didn't know he was gay or not gay, and so you were just simply confused about why you haven't heard from him? So maybe you questioned whether he had romantic feelings for you or not, and only to find oh, out. No, I never thought he had romantic feelings. No, no, no. I, like... I, I get that, but if someone just kind of ghosts you as a friend, you start, you know, you, you consider all options, right? And so, right. yeah. 
you know, then you realize, oh, well, you find out he's gay. So that that definitely wasn't it. So it almost kind of like mm-hmm. brings back to like, no, but really, then what is it? You know, because you never really thought right. that. But, you know, but at the end of the day, kind of to your husband's point, you just kind of have to accept it and move on. And again, like what this is no different than a dating situation where you got ghosted. I mean, would it be nice if you got closure? Would it be nice if he responded and, and gave you a reason why? Of course it would be nice. And I'm sorry you don't have that. But at some point, you just need to accept it and accept that for whatever reason, right or wrong, he doesn't want you in his life, you know? And that probably hurts a little bit. Maybe even he hurts your ego. And, and it doesn't mean you did something wrong. And you want to probably, you're, you're probably wondering, well, what did I do? Could I have done something different? Did I, did I push him away? And I, I, I quite, again, I get why you would wonder that and i get that would make you feel uncomfortable and i get why you would want to make it right if that were the case but he you have to respect boundaries and you know he doesn't want you in his life and that's that's fine oh yeah hard to accept i just wasn't raised like that like we never cut people out of our lives i get it but he you're not him you know what i'm saying right like it that's this not to sound I get why you have these feelings, but this is not about you in that sense. Like you can't, you know, if a friend go, I'm not justifying the ghosting. I'm not saying that's okay. He definitely, it's like, it seems like normal, but we do, it's safe to assume they don't want you in their life. And I'm not. And so at that, that part you should at least get right. And do you have any idea why, or is it not even worth asking? trying to figure out well so also is like we have mutual friends from high school and he still does talk to some of those guys and girls yeah which we were much closer than he was with them so it's just also confusing that he still keeps in touch with some of them when they weren't like nearly as good of friends as we were i get why that might hurt and again i i am sorry for that and i'm again i'm not justifying his behavior but at this point the important thing to accept is that for whatever reason he's decided not to want you have his life right now and your life and and day-to-day mental health and well-being will be better off for simply just accepting that and not trying to figure out why because the truth is you can't figure out why and the worst thing we can do in these situations is to kind of ruminate and guess why without very little information and you'll create this uh, false reality, you know, you're going to guess. And there's, it's just such wasted effort. You're going to just invest a bunch of energy and literally just guessing what it might be. Some of those guesses might make you feel bad or guilty or whatever, but they're all literally just going to be made up, right? Because you don't know. So you just have to... Is it something... What? Like, do you think I should not reach out anymore? Correct. Yes. Yeah. Because you have, all right. It's one thing you have tried, right? So we're, is it safe to say we're past the point of you made it clear that ideally you would like to like find out or talk and you've made it, you've made yourself available to him if he ever wants to talk. So you've done that. So you can't keep doing that because now it's kind of like harassment, (laughs) you know, like you've made it clear. Um, so now you have to accept it. You're not getting what you want. You know, do you deserve like a conversation? Maybe, but you know, he was raised differently, obviously. 
you know, and I, I literally don't know what it's like. And probably you, you're not gay either in right. a sense of like what that might be like for him to come out. I have no idea. Right. That's right. not it's still not easy for people who are gay to come out in, in, in various situations. And for whatever reason, maybe there's something there, but you don't, un, you know, you just have to accept it. You know, you are married, you have, all, you have your own life. It's you as a friend, you, people will stop being friends. And sometimes you don't, it's not, and, and even that's not often mutual, you know? Yeah. Sometimes friends lose touch and it's just like, oh, we just kind of stopped hanging out, you know? But sometimes yeah. friends decide, I don't really, you know, want this person in my life anymore. And I guess that, and that certainly that feels bad. I know it's hard. It's hard, but it's <laughs> But you have to, at this point, you have, you have to accept it, you yeah. know, because now you're, now, now it's getting in the way of affecting the life that you do have, you know? Yeah. You know, and it's not a reflection yeah. on you. You just, you literally, you do have to stop wondering what it is. Mm -hmm. And that's so hard to do yeah. because you can literally do that at, at any point. You can, anytime you have free time to get in your head, you're going to, but you have and to just stop. If you're a people pleaser too, it like yeah. breaks your heart to think that anyone's mad at you. Oh yeah. So I, I bet that's playing a role too. I totally, again, empathize with how you feel, but at this point you have to make the choice to decide. Move on. To move on and, and not make it worse. And you have to accept and be okay with the fact that some people, not everyone wants to be your friend. And that's okay. And you welcome to everyone else. Yeah, yeah no, that's, it's okay. No, that's it's, it's, everyone. It's true of all of us. Yes, there's even the people pleasers. They may, you know, for all the people pleasers out there who need everyone to like them, so they, you know, they're out there just pleasing people. People pick up on that, and even people talk shit about them. And you know, not everyone wants to hang out with them either. No, not everyone. People don't love everyone. You know, they may. Oh, everyone loves so and so, and there's someone who doesn't. You know, yeah. it's okay. It's okay, and I know it sucks, but your husband's right. You have to let it go. I know. I literally knew you were going to say exactly what he said. Yeah. <laughs> and it is all harder that you have a little bit of access to him with friends, I understand. My gut tells me someday you'll figure out why. Yeah, that's true. But I hope so. Yeah, but stop <laughs> right now. You're going to let it go. Let it go. This is kind of like one of those, like, if, you, if this is a dating situation, I don't, I'm not telling you that to give you hope. Right. I'm like, I'm just being honest with you. That's probably what will happen. But I'm not saying that. So you wait around for this answer. You got to let it go. You got to let him go. The same way you would let go of a ex-boyfriend, pictures, memories, things that remind you of this friendship, you got to let go. Delete the contacts so you yeah. keep reaching out. You got to find ways to get this out of your life because there is a grieving period of which you haven't allowed yourself to have to this someone who was a friend. And uh, you're, you're a little butt hurt that they dumped you, <laughs> you know, Pretty much, yeah. and, uh, and you got to get, get over that. You, you're, not, you're not necessarily entitled to a reason. It would be nice, but it's not something you're necessarily owed. Okay. Oh, seems like a really sweet person. You seem lovely. Yes. But oh. <laughs> still doesn't mean it's owed to you. Okay. It's going to be fun. Well, thank you for your advice. But uh, stop thinking maybe you did something wrong yeah. or whatever. Yeah. You know? This is really about them. So. Yeah. Yeah, I know. 
not, a, not about you. No. It's okay. You're me fine. But we said everyone. <laughs> well, thank you guys. It's just so weird being on here because I obviously listen to every episode. Well, we appreciate that. Thanks for listening. You're... You sound exactly like you do on the podcast. <laughs> it's so weird. Oh, that would make sense. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, take care. Uh, stop dwelling on it. Yeah. Let it go. Get it out of your head. Thank you, guys. Stop talking about it. Stop asking. Okay, I won't. I won't. Yeah. I won't. No more. This is it. You're not allowed to ask anyone about it anymore. Buried in the ground. All right. He just doesn't like me. I will. <laughs> That's just what you got to say. Oh. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. Bye-bye. I never know like, if I if a friend... If I like want to break up with a friend, if I should ghost or say something, they do have a tendency of of, of uh, organically fading away more than like romantic relationships do. Yeah. But sometimes there is a friend who's like not ready to end that friendship, right? And I think sometimes it's just kind of like, yeah, I don't know, I just don't see so and so, and then they they kind of get the hint and they go away, right? And I do think. You know, sometimes, like, usually what happens, like, when Gary was saying, you know, they get married or they get right. in a relationship and they just have, you just have less time. Yeah. You know, like, I, I see less of Jared and Ashley and it's just like, I'm, I'm not going to go, I'm sure, like, why don't we hang out? Like, he's married, he's got different priorities. Life happens. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, is it, it, it's certainly weird that he's cut her off. Yeah. And I get why she wants to find out why. Yeah. But she's made it clear she wants to know. That's all you can and do. That's all you can do. Yeah. And now it's just like, it's only going to get weirder on her, her her behalf. How's it going? Good. How are you? Good. What's your name? I'm Megan. I'm 27. Megan, 27. How can we help you, Megan, 27? <laughs> okay. So um, I have something called PCOS, uh, and it just basically means that my hormones are all over the place. And, um, it affects a lot of things for women's health and particularly fertility. Okay. And so it's just something I always knew was going to be a struggle for me. And um, I happened to get married very young at 24. And my husband and I just both knew we wanted kids and we knew that it was going to be really hard for us to have kids. So we decided to start trying right away. Um, we did actually end up getting pregnant within a month of marriage, which was totally unexpected. And, um, unfortunately we miscarried and it was just such a difficult and trying thing to go through, especially so early on in the marriage. Um, so we just decided to not try for a year and just take time, you know, to be newlyweds and to enjoy that. Um, so that's what we did. And then we decided to start trying again and we've been trying for the last two years and we've had multiple losses and failed you know fertility treatments and so at this point we're just at this crossroads where we're trying to decide like do we continue to move forward with fertility treatments and continue to pour you know all of our money into it and just our emotional well-being like is so impacted by it you just don't know how it's going to go and it's so uncertain um and if we choose that route do like how how do you possibly prepare yourself for that kind of like constant disappointment and constant you know, loss essentially. Um, or do we just kind of like let go of this idea that life was going to turn out a certain way and just kind of enjoy what we have? Cause we do have a very, you know, beautiful life, just the two of us. So do we just like pick up and move somewhere we've always wanted to and just enjoy that? Um, and just 
you know, have an adventure. And then if we choose that though, you know, I know you always talk about Nick, like letting go of how you planned life to be and just living life. And, but if we do that, like how do you actually truly do that? Because I find that that's the hard part. Like it's easy to say, we're just going to let it go. and We're just going to not have kids and we're just going to like enjoy that. But it's so much, there's still so many nights where my heart just like aches for that. And it's hard to actually, it's hard to actually like accept that. It's easy to say, but it's hard to really live out, I guess. So I guess my question is kind of like, how do you, how do you actually deal with that? Like, I feel like you do such a good job of just like letting your life be what it is and enjoying what you have. Like, how did you get to that point? And how do you accept when you're, you know, disappointed that life's not turning out how you wanted it to? Uh, yeah. I mean, thanks for calling and sharing. Obviously this is a very personal story. So we do appreciate you. You do sharing that with, with us. Um, it's like, you kind of have the idea, right? But you don't know how to yeah. like um, it, like implement it into your life, which is hard to do, right? Like you're starting to realize, uh, I'm at the point, you're 27. So you're kind of at that point in your life where you, you're not, you're an adult, you know, you're in your later 20s. You're, you're really an adult, you know, where nowadays, you yeah. know, like... 30 years ago, it was different, but like 21, 20 year old, 22 year olds, like they're younger than they were in the fifties. You know, they're, we took on more responsibility as humans in the fifties and sixties. And now we give ourselves a little bit more freedom in a good way to just kind of be young and mature. So 27, you're, you're, you're there now. You got married young. And so yeah. the, the answer to your question is uh, yes. In a sense of like, listen, you are still only 27, right? And to, to, and again, don't know what it's like to be in your shoes, but it sounds like you were aware of this uh, condition that you had early on. And so, okay, I, ha I know this condition. I know I have to do this. So, hey, let's let's try to have kids right away because let's try to get ahead of it. Maybe we'll be lucky enough to have a, a child and, and then we won't stress about it anymore because we'll at least have one and, you know, you know we can plan our lives and, yeah. and it, it hasn't worked out, right? But like you were you've been trying to be so proactive and now, you know, you've had this disappointment and you've tried to maintain a level of perspective of, Hey, I'm still happy and still in love and maybe we can consider alternatives, but this is not a black and white thing. You know, it's not like you and your husband have to decide to like live or die. So to speak, you're not deciding whether you want to have kids or not. Right. You know, you can, yeah. you're just deciding to live. My quite, you made, you, you, you talked about picking up and traveling I don't know what you and your husband talk about or things that you might want to do that you're not doing now. Uh, mm -hmm. I can tell you that all sorts of people have kids. Uh, all sorts of people with different lifestyles have children. <laughs> Lots of times people with very unconventional lifestyles who aren't planning on having kids have kids. And I know that's probably like irritating for you to hear because it's like, oh, I want the kid. And they're like, they didn't want the kid. And, you know, or they weren't planning on getting pregnant. Yeah. But the point is, yeah. is you can travel, you can be adventurous. You can live this kind of quote unquote selfish lifestyle because you're, you're maybe thinking, well, if we can't have kids, maybe we can live, live life for ourselves. And it's not the life that you and your husband maybe planned on. Like we were going to get married at 24 and then at 27, we we're going to have kids and, you know, settle down with this house in Virginia or whatever it is, but live your life, you know, whatever it is. And if, as long as you and your husband are, are each other's main priority, you might be surprised. You know, again, I don't know the situation and the money you're spending on fertility, but 
you can maybe pause that for a time being, you know, is it possible? I mean, I'm asking, so tell me, is it possible to not do fertility? And even though it might be harder for you, it's still possible for you and your husband to get pregnant by just simply having sex and getting lucky. Is that true? Or are we past that point for you? It is. It's still possible. Um, it's just hard because I'm so irregular. Like most people can like track their cycle every month yeah, and know yeah, sure. when fertility. Um, for us, it's just a total gamble. You know, I might ovulate like three times a year. So it's just like, do we happen to get lucky and, you know, have sex on the day that I ovulated? It's just like, it's, it's a very, it's, it's certainly possible for me, but um, it's just very hard to plan. Yeah. So also I guess when with, I'm... with losing, you know, with the miscarriages, that takes a big toll, I'm sure, yeah, I, on I, you emotionally. I can't relate, but I've certainly yeah. have hurt. I mean, shit, my mom, my mom's lucky enough to have 11 children. I know she's miscarried yeah. twice in between those 11, and those were both very difficult on my mom. And that was someone who yeah. had a lot of kids. So uh, I can only try to empathize, but I know that can be emotional. I guess what I'm saying is, yeah, go live your life. Give yourself the freedom to live your life. You're only 27. You know, don't 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 focus what you're doing now. Like your whole life right now is focused on getting pregnant and all the resources you have available and you're like putting off everything you're doing, travel, vacation, whatever, just so you can try to get, stop doing that. Yeah. That doesn't mean you're not having it doesn't mean you're that does not mean you guys decide you're not having kids. Pull the goalie, you right. know, live your life. You might be surprised, you know. I mean, certainly stress yeah. can be a reason why people can't get pregnant and, and things like right. that. There are a lot of cases. So maybe give your guys your permission to just take a step back, call a timeout. You're not giving up on anything. You're just yeah. going to chill out. My mom had her last kid at 47. You just never really know. You know, and so yeah. I know, you know, science out there tells you you're supposed to, you know, your clock's ticking and then you're more at risk if you get pregnant earlier. But like, listen, those just go live your life. You never really know. Right. Um, yeah. You are really young. I mean, even let's say let's say the next two years you guys kind of took off and let's say you're not lucky enough to get pregnant. You're still only 30. I understand that my doctor might say, well, you're slightly more at risk. But like, you know, yeah. I mean, there are plenty of women having babies and healthy babies in their 30s and correct me if i'm wrong at this point you and your husband will just feel like it's a great blessing to hopefully have one my aunt had i i multiple miscarriages uh before yeah. uh before they had their first child and now they had and they end up having five kids you just never wow. know i know i do know i yeah. remember i remember being a very young child and i remember that she her, my uncle and her, they, it was a thing where she kept getting pregnant and she kept having miscarriages. I have no idea if she had any health conditions. I don't know if there was something that was going on that was causing this. I just, as a young kid, I just remember that was a thing. And then once she yeah. had the first, she was, they, they have, you just never really know. But right now you are fixated on so much. So there's a difference between knowing that you can live your life and just giving yourself the freedom. And right, the way, even the way you were talking, stop doing that. Like, cause you're talking, it's just like, well, do we just decide not to have kids? It doesn't have to be so, just go fucking live, you know? <laughs> I know. It's just like, I, I hate uncertainty. I know that's a bad quality, yeah. but I just hate it. Like not knowing I'd rather just like decide, okay, it's not happening. And then just live that way. I don't know. It's just so hard for me. And then 
like I know, like you said, like 27 is still relatively young, especially to start a family. It's just like, you know, it's taken me three years and have, I've had no successful pregnancy. So part of it's like, you know, it could take me another three and then another five. And, you know, it's just like, you know, and then I don't, I hate, I hate thinking about that. I hate thinking. Well, don't (laughs) accept that it could. (laughs) And then with you, if that day comes, one thing I will assure you, you will feel in that moment, it was all worth the wait. You will. Right. What you don't want to do is just stress yourself out. Like, Trying to force certainty only creates more uncertainty, you know? Like yeah. the only certain thing is death and taxes. Yeah, truly. Like you're just you're you're forcing certainty and that just creates more confusion and distraction and you know, like you don't really know what's gonna happen tomorrow or in a year. Just you know, you you yeah. like be thankful that you and your husband after this stressful time still love each other and want to be together because that's not always the case. Yeah, I've seen people not be able to have kids and it tears them apart, you know. Uh, you guys yeah. have a lot of life in front of you, you know, and be thankful you haven't been told you can't conceive. Uh, it's just much harder for you. Um, and you might get really surprised, but stressing about it's certainly not going to help. That's, that's for sure. If there yeah. are things that you guys have talked about doing, go fucking do, do it. it. Yeah. Bucket list. Yeah. You can have sex on vacation. <laughs> you know, uh, you can, yeah. um, if there's things you even want to do for yourself, if, if those things, those, if those bucket list things uh, were, you know, you doing something on your, on your own that your husband's not there to like have sex with you. Oh, well, we can't do that. We always have to be next to each other because we have to go do Just go, just go live your life. Time out on getting pregnant with leaving the door yeah. open for getting pregnant. You know, like. Yeah. I, um, my parents had four kids and they ha- they're best friends with this couple with no kids. And they'll just make these comments every once in a while. Like they really have it good. <laughs> they're having so much fun and like, wow, they get to do all these cool things. And they, I think that, you know, they have a lot of expendable income. So, I mean, grass is always greener. Grass is always greener, but uh, yeah. you're fortunate that right now, like your your story hasn't been told or hasn't been written, and stopped acting acting like you have to decide the rest of your life today. You don't have to decide anything. You can decide to chill out, which I know is easy for me to say and harder to do for something yeah. I know that has been so personal for you and something that's always been a dream of yours. And it's like anything else. If someone tells you that you're like you're at risk or you're going to have a hard time. It's like, I'm an obsessive person. So listen, I get it. If I were in your position, I would probably obsess over it like you are, but obsessing over it only makes it worse and makes it more stress out. And when it comes, like, I don't know, I'm not a doctor. I don't very little about getting pregnant, but I do know being stressed doesn't help. Um, and, and freaking out and, and, you know, uh, I mean, there's a litany of stories out there of people trying to get pregnant and kind of give up. And then all of a sudden, boom, it happens, you know, and I think there's a reason why you hear those stories, um, mm-hmm. because you just kind of have to let life happen a little bit. And I just want to say yeah. thank you so much for sharing your story because, and being so open about what you've been through because it's happening all the time and yeah. women, a lot of times don't talk about it. There isn't. Maybe look look into non-traditional things. I mean, a shameless plug for my sister, but she does work with a lot of women who have a hard time conceiving and, you know, your diet, you know, like you, you go see a doctor, they're going to, you know, do all the traditional right. and, and obviously good things that are helping women get pregnant. But sometimes it might be just changing up routines and diets. And 
one of those things, every right. little bit helps, right? And again, you do yeah. it with the mindset of being healthy overall, uh, not right. this like, it's like a getting a diet to lose weight. You know, you don't, you don't go on a diet to lose weight. You go on a diet or change your diet to be healthier. Um, right. and so maybe there's things you can look at it that way. And so, uh, but you just got to try to just take a time out from this, this obsession and, and, and yeah. of, of getting pregnant. Uh, and hopefully that yeah. will help. You got a lot of life. I, I mean, you never know. My mom, again, had a kid at 47. I know you don't want to wait till yeah. you're 47. No. That's 20 years from now. What was that? I know you don't want to wait that long, but hey, you never know. <laughs> I know. No, that, that episode with your sister, though, I actually uh, I actually love that episode. And I've been looking into that a lot because um, I have a friend who was trying for seven years to get pregnant. And then it just happened for her naturally. She never did fertility testing. Um, and it was all just due to like diet change. And um, the biggest thing she cut out was with coffee and I've been trying so hard to yeah. cut it out because that's just and again, so hard but, to me. But, but don't fall in that trap of like that. What's, that's what worked for her. So now I need to cut this out and cut that out. Yeah, Everyone's yeah. different, right? And you know, right. my sister certainly has those stories. You can try different things, but stop obsessing over every story of every girl getting pregnant. But like, it is okay for you to look into it and have a general overall healthy well-being and being open to things, but don't become so yeah. obsessive that you're doing all these drastic things because, you know, I mean, again, my, I'm not the holistic nutritionist, but drastic changes in your lifestyle and diet isn't necessarily healthy, but like certain cutting out certain things, your body might be, not be responding positively to could, could be a yeah. thing, but more importantly, I think you guys, you and your husband need to like appreciate each other, reset, not necessarily change your priorities, but just appreciate the fact that you do have a disposable income. Take advantage of that, yeah. you know, and definitely take a little bit of break, you know, and still pull the goalie, you know, the door's always open. Yeah. You're going to be fine. Hopefully. I mean, you're going to be fine. Hopefully. Hopefully. You're going to be, no, I don't, I don't want to be like, I'm not, I don't want to be like, I'm prom, I'm promise you you're going to get pregnant. I don't, I don't know that. Yeah. But, um, right. Uh, you do have time and uh, you have, lately you have gotten pregnant, right? So there's a plus. Right. I know very hard to have a miscarriage, but you know, things are, things are trending in the right direction. Have some fun along right. the way, you know? <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Well, thank you so much. Thanks for calling. Best really of luck. Yeah, I know. We really appreciate you calling. I know it's a hard, hard topic to uh, talk about, and I'm sure there's a lot of people listening who can oh, yeah. relate in some sort of way of of the difficulties of of getting pregnant. It's yeah. I hear it's hard to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it really is. Um, and I just try to talk about it. I know you know it's hard for certain people because it is so emotional, but I do just want to like kind of open that door for people because I find like the more I talk about it, the more other people start to open up to me and I find out so many people are going through the same thing. Yeah. And I just like want, I want people to know that like, it's okay to talk about and it's, it's hard and you might cry when you talk about it. And, but like, it's not a shameful thing and totally you know, not. it's, it's okay to talk about. I, I, and totally, it's okay to I totally agree. But and like I said, and we've talked about before, not related to having kids is that, you know, you've wanted this your whole life. And ever since you've been yeah. told that it's going to be more challenged for it for you, you probably wanted it even more then, but you still have so much of your life yeah. left. Right. So like, again, if you are ever lucky enough to have a kid in that moment, you will definitely think it was all worth it. That I, that I am certain of that. So yeah. let yourself, let it happen if you can, you know? Yeah. All right. Bye.
All right. Thanks for calling. Bye. All right. Bye bye. How's it going? Hi. How's it going? I'm Carly. I'm 22. Hi, Carly. 22. How can we help? So basically, I was in and out of relationships for a while, and then I met this guy on Hinge, and I don't really like use apps like that or anything. And we started talking and I was kind of like reluctant to meet him. And then I met him actually with a bunch of my friends and a bunch of his friends. We met out at a bar and we really hit it off. Um, We started talking, everything kind of moved super fast and we really just like liked each other. Then I met his sister, like maybe a week after he and I met, um, which was kind of like a lot, especially for him because he was like, it's his best friend. And I was like, okay, like, sure. I'll meet her. if You really want me to. So like kind he, of soon, but it wasn't like you bumped into each other. It was like a setup. Like I want you to meet my sister. Yeah. Like we went to Epcot for the day. Oh, okay. The three of us. Okay. Okay. That's definitely okay. All right. Yeah. Like it was like a whole, thing. she older then, or younger. What? She's older. Yeah. She's 27. Um, and then we started like dating, I guess, officially, however you want to call it now after that. Um, and then we, Thanksgiving happened. We both went to our respective homes. Um, I'm from New York, but we both live in Florida. Um, and he told his mom all these things about me, about how he could really see a future with me and how he was starting to fall in love with me. And I was kind of like, whoa but like <laughs> how, kind of like how old is he i just he's 22 also okay See what I mean? um Younger and guys. i was what no was, <laughs> yeah well go ahead I'll, I'll tell you what i mean in a second go ahead okay and so like and he's been in relationships before we both had like maybe like a couple months before we met we both got out of relationships where we had both been cheated on so we were kind of like trying to take things slow. And then he told me drunkenly on FaceTime, all of the things that he told his mom um, about how he was starting to fall in love with me and how he wanted to like move to my city. Cause he's like an hour away, which really is nothing. Um, and all of this after like his, like, cause he's currently like in an intern position. And I was like, I mean, if you want to move, like, that's on you. Like, don't move because of me. Like, I'm not going to ask you to do that. Um, and then we got, we came, both came back to Florida after, um, like the Thanksgiving week ended, the holiday ended and I went back to work. Everything was fine. He went back to work and then he started acting weird and basically like told me that his his mom called him and was like, I want to have a serious conversation And then I don't know what the extent of the conversation was. And all of a sudden it was like, he needed to think. And he said he had something going on that was personal, but didn't really say anything. And then said he needed to think about us, even though he's still applying for jobs in Tampa and like, will randomly text me like, Hey, I got an interview with this company. And it was like, now we like, don't talk at all. And it was like, after that conversation with his mom, like we do not talk at all. And it was just com- like a complete 180 in the span of like three days. How, how long ago was this? Two weeks ago. Uh, okay. So here's what's going on. Uh, you're fine. Like he's not your guy. And I get why it's all very confusing. But my guess is 
you know, it's not uncommon for younger men to be more extreme, you know, Mm -hmm. and, you know, one day they love you, one day they don't, right? In a sense Mm -hmm. that they, I think we were talking about this earlier. That's what I mean. I think uh, men are just dumber when they're younger than women. Um, And I think, you know, for all the criticism or stereotypes out there about women just wanting to be in love and just want the tradition, like guys are saps, especially when they're younger and then they get, you know, they just get extreme, Right. And then he's talking to his mm-hmm. mom. My guess is he probably scared the shit out of his mom with all the shit she <laughs> said to you about him. And somehow it became, you became the bad guy. And somehow like she thinks it's all you, right. Feeding it yeah. into her son. Who's like saying all these crazy things about this girl he barely met. And he's, you know, it's great that he's close with his mom. I'm close with my mom, but uh, it wouldn't shock me if somehow like you became the bad guy in this scenario for the crazy that he was yeah. saying. And also I mean, taking him away from the mom. Yeah, it could, it could be that. But like, listen. Uh, I mean, he even like, he was the one like over, like, I think the day before Thanksgiving, he was like, buy a train ticket to come see me like in December, like a month in advance to like meet all of his friends. Like, and so I booked the ticket and then, then like, it was like three days later and he was like, oh, um, never mind. Don't so come. here's the but, thing. Like, this is just a, this is an opportunity for you to learn in that. Mm-hmm. younger guys like this is a red flag like next guy next guy you meet who might do this that's it's a red flag because like yeah you know it's not like you're great and there's I'm not shocking that a guy might fall for you quickly but you know you can still say hey listen i'm glad we're excited about each other i'm excited too and it's fun to think about crazy things and it's fun to think about how crazy we are for each other right now but mm-hmm. we're not like let's just chill out, right? And if a guy's not okay yeah. with hearing that, that's a red flag. Like, you know, you don't need to be rushed to meet family. There's nothing wrong with meeting someone's family in a week, but it's like it's like there's always going to yeah, be a time I mean, for that. Like setting a date at Epcot, like yeah. we don't need to take family like a whole day at a theme park with a sister. I mean, that's I feel like that's kind of personal. You know, why don't yeah, you like, and, that's, and that's how it felt. And like the whole day, like, how, like, like a dessert yeah, or a dinner or whatever. Why does it have to be so formal? But again, we do yeah, that when, it, you know, we do that sometimes. So, um, this guy's just a mess. That's fine. And I don't mean like he's, I'm sure he's a fine guy. He's just a young guy figuring out his life and just figuring things out. And you're, you're kind of in a weird way, collateral damage. And you're just confused because it's not dealing insanity in terms of like, it doesn't make sense for a guy to be so in love one day. And then all of a sudden be the one who's like, I need to take a break. And you're like, literally, I don't, f- it's been three days. I don't feel any differently. What the fuck is wrong with you? It, you know? Yeah. Um, but that, that does happen sometimes. And sometimes it happens, especially more with men when I think when they're younger, I, I do think, I do think that the men are a little bit more immature and I think it's not uncommon for a guy to feel like in love for the first time and be excited about it and say a bunch of crazy shit. And then all of a sudden be like, Oh, wow, that's a little aggressive, Nick. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> yeah. Like, and then pull away a little bit. You're doing nothing mm-hmm. wrong. Like the good news is, is like, you seem to have like a good head on your shoulders about love and relationships. And it's, you can be excited about one person and you can, you can think crazy things, but it doesn't mean you have to act on them. And it doesn't mean you have to force it. Um, yeah. and if a guy gets excited about you, that's not a red flag, but it's a red flag. If you say, Hey, listen, I'm glad we're excited, but we can just, we can chill, you know, and you're saying yeah. all the right things. And if they do respond this way, you you need to be thankful that they responded this way because it was telling, you know, it was telling that, okay, this yeah. is probably a guy I don't want to re- really invest in at this point because he's all over the map and he's not, 
you know, the, the reality is you guys are two, you're at a very different parts of your life, even though they're your same age in terms of your emotional maturity level. You know, mm -hmm. you're able to like really like a guy, be excited about the potential, see uh, some future and, and go with it. And he yeah. somehow needs to just go way too fast and needs to force all these things and say all these crazy things. And sometimes we like tell, why is he telling your sister and telling his mom? It's like, geez, it's like, I mean, sometimes we do that because we're seeking validation from people. It's like, why mm -hmm. can't he just like, like you for a minute and chill out? This is probably not the first yeah. time he's done this. It won't be the last time he does this with someone. And mm -hmm. I wouldn't be shocked if he doesn't really settle down until he's like 30, which is also fine. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, like, this is, this happens. Don't be so confused by guys who are confusing. <laughs> that on <laughs> I mean, it's hard, easier said than done. No, I know, but like, trust your gut, right? And when he when he yeah. did all those things, you said it felt weird. Yeah, it felt weird because it's weird. <laughs> You know, I it was it wasn't expected, and I was like, I mean, you don't need to do that, but like, if that's how you feel, I'm not gonna stop you from. So here's I'm what I'm not you, gonna force myself to be in your life. So here's what you can learn from that, right? Because what you did this time is he did these things. Oh, let's go to Epcot with my sister. Let's you know, talk about me moving. What you can do differently next time is not say, well, I mean, I'm just putting it out there. Like this seems weird, but like you ended up going to Epcot. Next time, be like, listen. I really like you, but that, that feels a little fast. Yeah. You know, like, I don't, like, I want to meet your sister someday, but we just met. I want to get to know you, you know, mm -hmm. I like, yeah, you, you can only know so much about someone in a couple of weeks. Even if we, even when you're like, Oh my God, I feel like you've known you forever. Well, you, you, you haven't. And so that means you don't know that much. And you know, mm -hmm. so there's nothing wrong with you trusting your gut and saying, and saying no. You know, saying yeah, you can say no to meeting someone's sister. There's nothing wrong with that. And you're not saying no forever. You're saying, let's just meet right now. I want to get to know you. I'm not ready for that. You know, and 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 a, and a yeah. guy who's as uh, as emo emotionally mature as you will say, oh yeah, that makes total sense. I understand. You know, thanks for sharing. If he gets defensive and makes you feel weird about that, that's a red flag. Mm -hmm. You know. So you can yeah. you can find out someone's red flags by by trusting your gut and saying no mm. to certain behaviors because like you shouldn't be made feel wrong to say no about that stuff. Um things yeah. that traditionally are are supposed to be good things, meeting someone's family or or things like that. It's just you're not ready for it. And if you're not ready for mm -hmm. it, you should don't just go along with it. There's it's it's okay. one thing don't say, "Oh, well, you know, I don't really want to, but I guess if you really want to, I'll go," you know. No. Rom-com yeah. messed us up. Because, you know, it all moves so fast. See, The Bachelor. The Bachelor messes us up. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Let's not blame it on TV. But no, but I'm saying if we aren't trusting our gut, sometimes it can be like, oh, but I've seen this happen. No, but I feel like more of the overall, the theme here is like, you know, we've talked about this in other shows. We've talked about it with sex too, is like the idea of coercion. I'm not trying, I'm getting the weeds about like, but like sometimes I feel and it's more with women. They're like, well, you know, I didn't want, I felt bad. So I didn't want to say anything. Yeah. You know, he seemed like he really wanted to do this. So I just went along with it. Right. Even though <laughs> something in your gut is telling you, this is, doesn't seem normal or I don't really want to do this, but I'm just going to go along with it. I think the lesson is don't be afraid to just don't be afraid to speak up. So yeah, don't be afraid to just trust your gut and not only trust your gut, but don't be afraid to speak up. And okay. if something feels wrong, you should be able to say that 
and instead of and and be thankful if you don't get the response that you hope for. And I only say that is mm-hmm. if a guy gets mad or defensive, that's a red flag. You know, yeah. Sometimes you you you're afraid to say it because you're afraid to be like, well, I don't, I don't want him to get mad, and I don't want him to feel. But if he does that way, that means he's not emotionally where you are. It means he mm-hmm. has, has some growing up to do. It means that he doesn't truly understand what it is to like take some time and respect your feelings. You know, because an adult, yeah. an adult, a mature person who's ready to have this relationship would understand. That while it, you may want to meet his family, you're not ready to meet his, him them now. But sometimes we can get defensive. What do you mean you don't want to meet my family? Why? You don't like family? I want to meet you, introduce you. I like you. Why are you so against this? You know, sometimes people will do that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, sometimes you getting those answers while he doesn't feel good in the moment are, are great barometers of, of people who are worth our time. Yeah. So I'm I sure he's I'm that. sure Thank he's a, I'm sure he's a fine guy. He's just <laughs> at a totally different level from an emotional maturity standpoint than you are. Mm-hmm. So next yeah. next time say no to the things that don't feel okay. Don't just go along with it. Okay. If if, we'll do. if a guy's talking about moving <laughs> and it seems and it feels weird, say you know, I want to make it very, and it sounds like you did. I want, like, yeah, she's got no. it. She's got it. Look at yeah. her. She understands. All right. Thank you so much for calling. You're going to be great. So, sorry. Sorry <laughs> for you. guys being confusing. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. All right. Take care. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Yeah. That's definitely way more a guy thing than girl thing. I mean, yeah, there's plenty of women have changed their mind drastically and leave guys confused. Don't get me wrong, but it, that definitely happens more. With yeah. Guys. Probably. Didn't you say? Yeah, I feel like we fall head over heels and then we hold on forever. Well, guys fall head over heels too. Don't get me wrong, but yeah. they can be more. But yeah, again, I, I like, I really like this call because yeah. it's more. It's, it's you hear it all the time. Well, I mean, it felt wrong, but I just did it anyways. <laughs> you know. Yeah. And I get why we do that, but we can say no. And again, they get away with it because it's like they're suggesting what should be normal. Oh, meeting your family. Right. Sure. Someday. Right. I'm okay. it, yeah. you're, you, it's okay to say no to those things. Yeah. Um, anyways, great, great uh, fun episode. Yeah, good advice, Nick. <laughs> I'm serious. What, did that sound sarcastic? No, no, it was fine. <laughs> no, uh, no, it was fun. Yeah. It was. Uh, final thoughts? Um, just thank you guys so much for calling in and being vulnerable and sharing, you know, such personal stories. Yeah. Um, no, really, sometimes I'm just like, okay, I'll do my best. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but it is fun. It is always fun to, you know, like kind of Rochelle said, it, you know, people being vulnerable. Uh, all all the people who you call it, I'm sure the people listening, uh, the idea is, you know, everyone's, people can relate. Like, you know, everyone's going through this stuff. We had the caller about the mom issue. I got like five emails with oh. people being like, yeah, I have the same thing. It was so great to hear that. And I related to it. Yeah, some of those things we don't like talking about. Yeah. Oh, our parents are great. Yeah, right. sure. You know, right. no, I mean, I, and your parents can be great and still, you know, yep. not be uh, always awesome. Right. Anyways, guys, thanks so much for listening. As always, don't forget to send your questions to asknick at castmedia.com. That's cast with a K. Uh, we'll, we'll take your five star reviews if you want to send them, you know, um, other than that, uh, we will uh, see you Wednesday until then. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. <laughs>